Father, we thank you for such a blessed morning, a morning in which we stand in your presence to seek your face. You will hear our voice this morning because you delight in hearing from us. We worship you, Lord, King of Kings, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have your seats. Amen. The week is progressing. And um, we'll soon be somewhere in the middle of the week. And um, personally, I can't wait for Sunday. (laughs) What I don't understand is how you tell yourself, oh, the next fasting will be easy. But it's never easier. I've never found any fasting easier. If anything, when I'm in it, I dread. And I remember the last time I fasted. And the current fasting seems worse than the previous one. Um, That's my personal experience. Amen. But it's for a good thing because... um, a lot of things are removed from our lives by fasting. You know, I can tell you for sure that in my 20-something years of serving God, I can never say I have bad dreams. You know, how you wake up and say, hey, they almost killed me. Oof, oof, never. Yes. The first time I had a dream, I can call an attack. I was in my mother's village living with my grandmother then. And um, my grandmother, I believe, had traveled. So my brother and I were living with a catechist um, of the Presbyterian Church. My grandfather helped found the Presbyterian Church in his village. So, when I was nine years old and we were living in the village, yes, I lived in a village and schooled in a village. I think that's where my bomb bomb thing came from. The witches in that village. Uh, they're the ones who did it. <laughs> because after I came back to the city, I knew nothing. Yes, I think it, they made me bomb bomb in the village. Uh, my grandmother always insists a morning like this we've walked we've walked like um, from here to maybe uh, this place near the stadium is called Nairobi West right somewhere inside Nairobi West for church service and uh, then from the church service we'll go to the catechist house to clean and work in the catechist house and then return back home, sweep my grandmother's compound, get ready for school. I was nine years old. Uh, and that's where I think my bomb bomb brain came from. I believe sincerely. So at one point, I remember my grandmother travel. If there's any dream, I remember and I can call an attack. 
is this particular one. And, uh, and I think it's even a dream that was caused by fever. I think sometimes when you have fever, you hallucinate, isn't it? So I had a fever, I think. Because when they woke me up, I wasn't sleeping. I was standing with my blanket. Yes. And there were some people pushing me down into a pit. And so I believe it was a a a hallucination caused by fever. Because I was literally standing on my feet. Um, so I once lived with a catechist which Stano has never done <laughs> yes I we lived with the catechist for that period you know so that 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 is the only dream I can remember yes uh, but coming to know the Lord praying and fasting I've had a different life but you see, if you have eaten 20,000 motores in your life, <laughs> you should expect dreams that come as a result of overeating of motura. You get the point now? Yeah, so as difficult as it is, I can tell you fasting has its own um, spiritual benefits. Yes. Um, some of you, if you continue like this, you know, sometimes I regret I haven't continued pushing the church in the direction of fasting. It was because I, we were fasting and people were not changing. You know, <laughs> we're fasting, doing deliverance in the midst of fasting. And people were becoming worse. So I just said, eh, before I kill myself, you know, I don't want to die. Uh, you know, so I think there was one particular year we didn't even do a fast at all. Yeah, we didn't do a fast at all. And then another year to help my guilty conscience, we did one almost towards the end. That, that was it. Yeah, but I think that uh, fasting is important for every believer. Yes, you have a body, you feed it always. You have a spirit. Um, in fact, I think you feed your body and your soul constantly. You know, um, when we live here and you play a music that you like, that's food for your soul. You get it? And then, but often we don't feed the spirit. And even though our body is starving in this fast, you'll be surprised how happy and um, magnified our spirit man is. Amen. Alright, so we've been praying for children and I want to show you a scripture quickly. Um, I have some. You have some. Though they are hiding. Um, and um, you will have some. Amen. Yes, so Go with me to First um, Samuel chapter number two. The verse twelve. As at this point, um, Elkanah and his wife 
Hannah had left the young boy Samuel in the chapel or in the sanctuary. So he was going to be um, a sanctuary boy. Amen. Um, I think the verse before this tells you that they went home and they left him um, in the temple. Now, from verse 12, now the sons of Eli, the narration, chapter 1, talking about Hannah not being able to give birth, how the birth came about after she went to church to pray. The boy was weaned, he's growing. Um, Elkanah reminds Hannah of her vow to the Lord. You get it? Sometimes you have to remind women if it pertains to their children, they don't want to separate. I think Elkanah was afraid that you have gone to vow and then you may not keep the vow. You get it? But finally, Anna takes um, the young Samuel, her first child, to stay in the church. And then now, whilst the narration switches from the birth of Samuel to that of now the existing priest, his children. Do you get it? And this, I think, is a powerful example because we're looking at a pastor. Do you understand? Not ordinary people, but a pastor. And then the kind of children he ended up with. Mercy. So now the sons of Eli were scoundrels. <laughs> My English is quite poor, so let me look in, let me look for you see I told you my English is poor. Let me look in <laughs> let me look for the meaning of scoundrel. A scoundrel is a disreputable person, a rascal. <laughs> Other words for scoundrel is devil. Yes. Evildoer. Fiend. Heavy. Hound. Meanie. Miscreant. Monster. No good. Rapscallion. Reprobate. Rogue. Savage. All for the sons of the pastor. You get the point now? Yes. The sons of Eli were miscreants. You see, if you find boys passing the street, smoking, making noise, maybe they had their uh, boombox. Do you understand? With Bluetooth and then bandana tied here, it was likely Eli's sons. <laughs> <laughs> they were a nuisance in the society. They were miscreants. Do you get it? Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine you're driving home from work and not far from your, your house. You know, your windows are up and then you see your sons, just like I've described. You know, they're playing music, they're smoking bangy. They are fighting, you know. They pull one side of the trousers here and the other is straight. 
and one half like that, you ask yourself, you, do you mean that these ones came out of me? Meanwhile, you are coming from work with your tie, your suit, everything. You are a gentleman, but you have succeeded in producing miscreants, scoundrels, <laughs> devils, <laughs> monsters, <laughs> savage, savage, is it savagery or savage children? Children who are savages. Uh, I, I believe is I think it's the first time I'm making us pray for our children. Yes. Born and unborn. Yes. There must be a reason. Because if you look around, things are getting worse by the day. Yeah. Things are getting way out of hand. You know. And because this society oftentimes resemble Western societies more than an African society. You know, Kenyans copy a lot from America. Yes. Uh, so you see that almost all things that are um, bad, you have segments of it in this part of the world. And a lot of times, even worse than the founders of the vice. <laughs> like when it comes here, it goes to World Cup. Do, do you understand? When it comes here, it goes to World Cup. Yes. So, it calls for us to pray a lot. Yes. In a place where there is no culture, maybe the only antidote is prayer. Yes. In most West African societies, we have at least a culture. Even if you are not saved, do you, do you get it? Even if you are not saved, there are things you are not permitted to do. Yes. And that has really saved us to some extent. In West African culture, I may not know um, Jacinta's father or mother, but she's passing by. And I saw her grow. She didn't greet me. I can stop her and rebuke her. Do you understand? But let me do it here. She will say, oh, nani? You know? So, a lot of the cultures we had, even before the white man came, have still been maintained after the white man left. Yes. You, when they came, you, you gave up your culture. Yes, if there was one, you are like, yeah, now let's live like that, you know. And I think it's one of the reasons things are slightly, you know, the lines are beginning to blur back home. You know, the lines are becoming blurry as, you know, things are changing. But to some extent, it's really helped us. Yes. If you ask me as a human being, what's one of the things that has spoiled that culture I'll tell you straight out politics yes politics is the one of the main reasons we've lost one of our cultures yes because politics has or democracy if I want to put it that way yeah uh, because now people can insult elders which was something you dare not do before 
you know, you dare not do before. They'll tell you we are free thinkers. We have free minds. We speak our mind, you know. And so that has also eroded an aspect of our culture. And I think looking at some cultures, they even fit into the Bible. Honor, respect is a biblical theme. Are you listening to me? Yes. So, these are the sons of a businessman. No. A doctor. No. (laughs) A fundi. No. A teacher. No. These scoundrels are the sons of a priest. (laughs) Who had no respect for the Lord. Woe unto you if you have children that have no respect for the Lord. They had no. It means that the pastor can be having church and these guys will be fooling around. Like they had no respect for the Lord. And these are not the members' sons. <laughs> this is the pastor of the church, his sons. They are the scoundrels the Bible is talking about. All right? Verse 13. Or for their duties as priests. Please go back a little. So first of all, because they were sons of the priests, they themselves were also priests. Are you following? But they had no respect for the Lord. (laughs) Imagine you're a pastor and you don't respect the Lord. (laughs) So these scoundrels are also pastors. Do you get it? And then they had no respect for the Lord. That's one. Two, neither for their duties as pastors. So as pastors, they had things they were supposed to do. I remember one time I used this scripture to warn some people in the church. And it has all happened. Only one is standing the only minister. <laughs> when we say the only minister, it has a deep root. Yes. <laughs> She's the only one standing, the only minister standing. <laughs> Mercy. So they are pastors. They are duty as pastors. They say, ah, come and pray. What's that prayer? These days, we don't do prayers. These days, we smoke bangi. Once we smoke bangi, we talk to Jah. (laughs) They had no respect for their duties. Do you get it? Yes. And whenever you have no respect for your duty, you will also now go further beyond just lacking respect for it. You will now spoil it. Yes. If you don't have respect for the ministry... You start spoiling the ministry. Yes. The only thing that keeps you grounded is your respect and honor for the call. Are you listening to me? So, the Bible says whenever 
anyone offered a sacrifice, that's like an offering. Eli's sons, so they don't do the pastoral work. They don't respect God, right? But when it's offering time, they came to church. Do you understand? They came to church for the offering. So whenever anyone offered a sacrifice, Eli's sons will send over a servant with a three-pronged fork. So the fork has three, whatever. So if you, if you manage, you can pick it at two pieces or three pieces. <laughs> like you put your hand into the offering basket and you can pick, you can pick some notes. You get the point now? Yeah, so they just send, uh, Stano, go to the offering basket. Bring whatever you can get from it. Yeah, so the pastor's son sends Tano and say, go to that room and bring out something from the offering. I want to go and uh, charge myself. I, I need some charging. I need some vodka in my system. Those are the sons of the pastor. You get the point now? Yes. He will send over a servant with a three-pronged fork while the meat of the sacrifice animal was still boiling. So they've not finished giving the offering. Stano has to come here because the pastor's son says, Charlie, go there and pick something. We are in a hurry. We have to go and charge. The, the supply is around the corner yeah, before we miss the supplier. So in the front of the congregation, you see Stano coming as the representative of the pastor's children to put his hand in the offering and take the offering and give to these boys and then like scoundrels as they are, they scamp away from the church. I have to paint a modern picture so you understand the scripture. Imagine we are in church now and my son comes, he's high. And then the bandana is that way. And he sits where L.P. Berry is sitting. And then Stano is by his side. Because scandals always have assistants. <laughs> They're side men <laughs> to, to do their nonsense jobs. So as the time they hear, it's time for offering. Now I'm the father. It's time for offering. Then he says, no, two minutes more. Get ready. <laughs> We're going to do our thing. And that time, Stano has a dagger. So the Asha cannot do much. Do you understand? The Asha cannot do much. And when you say it's time for offering, you see that the church members will start looking at the back. Because it's not the first time. It has happened before. It's a custom that the guy will walk in during offering time. Do you understand? Because that's where he gets money to go and charge the system. Mercy. And this is the pastor's son. You know? So, Stano, it's time. And you see, he pulls out the dagger. Everybody will part like the Red Sea. And then the guy comes and he, he feels which money is there and he picks it. So, Charlie, it's ready. Let's go. That's what they were doing, the sons of the pastor. So, the offering is not even given. Initially, I said they'll go to the room. No, 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 no. As the church service is going on, <laughs> as the choir is singing, as the ashes are holding the offering bag, they come in, they rummage through the 
offering uh, whatever, select the highest notes, the thousand bombs, you understand, and the five hundred. Yes, you still see it, verse, verse 14. The servant will stick, so Stano will stick the fork into the pot and demand whatever it brought up be given to Eli's sons. So we'll put our hand inside and take how much we want or how much our hand can just pick. But in that instance, they were using a fork. Then look at it. All the Israelites who came to worship Shiloh were treated this way. It's like they took almost the offering from the church. You know what scared me whenever I read this scripture was that God knew and saw what was happening in the church. You see, he knew, he saw, and he also knows that or knew that these are Eli's sons, one, two. They are also supposed to be pastors, just like their father. Verse 15. Sometimes the servant will come even before the animal's fat had been burnt on the altar. So Stano will come. <laughs> the senior pastors. Uh, no, he is the assistant to the. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes. The one they often send to come and steal the offering. So the pastor's house is, Tano, don't allow that fat to finish burning. Do you understand? And then he would demand raw meat. So now it moved from picking just anything they can pick to, Tano, when you go today, pick only the thousand notes. Today we want thousand notes. This thing of bringing 200, 200, don't let me fire you. Please, bring 1,000 notes. So it moved from choosing just anything they could bring out of the offering box to now demanding that we only want 1,000 notes. And if there was not 1,000 notes, they will search the members. You, you are keeping your 1,000 notes. Bring it. Why are you keeping? The the 1,000 notes should have been there. We take from here. So you... That, if you know the meaning of scoundrel, it was not beneath them to do that. <laughs> I know you may be asking, so why do they even go to the church? It's because they love God more than the evil actions of the sons of Eli. <laughs> the people, I mean, the people, I mean, yes. I mean, if that's how you're offering is being desecrated your um, um, sacrifice is being desecrated the question now will be why do you even go and offer it you know what they'll do with the sacrifice and the answer is because they loved God and the worship of God more than the rebellious act of this um, young man amen one time in this church some people were in charge of Counting offerings. Yes. And they didn't care about their work. I was surprised to get to know that 
They even leave envelopes with already given offering. So like this Sunday you have come and they are sharing envelopes. They share the envelopes with money from last Sunday. And there are envelopes they tore with money inside. <laughs> yes. It's when you put a joker over something serious. Anna, I'm not afraid of you. Ah, you think I'm afraid of any of you? No. Huh. They will tear envelope. One thousand is inside. If you ask the mumu, produce, give one thousand. They can't give. Someone has given you one thousand. You are, you have taught it. Then the same person will say, "Oh Lord, bless me." He will bless you. He will subtract. You owe him. In fact, you you even owe God. (laughs) It's amazing. People were finding envelopes lying around. There's a particular room in this church that is for gangsters. Yes. It's, It's a gangster room. Yes. When you see somebody coming from that room, you so. Love Springs Gangster. <laughs> it's for gangsters. Yeah. I won't lie. I'll tell the truth. Yeah. It's, it's a gangster's paradise. Yeah. And when you enter the room, you know that, yeah, gangsters. It's, it's like, gang, it's a GG, gangsters ghetto. Yes. It's a gangster's ghetto. Yes. If you like, roll your eyes. I don't care. I don't care. Yes. Gangster's ghetto. Ghetto gangsters. Yes. And it's part of this beautiful structure. Yes. Some people will manage to create a ghetto in paradise. Yes. Where offerings will lie on the floor. I didn't know, but I, 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 there are times I was broke. I didn't know. I should have gone and picked envelopes. Say, Lord, supply my daily bread. And I opened the envelope and there's money. I should go with it. I didn't know. I lent it too late. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is he? So you see that the things in God's house must be treated with utmost diligence. Yes. And respect. These boys, now they reach a place, no, pick out only the 1,000, no, Tao. Yes. Hmm? Tao. Tao is town. Okay. (laughs) It depends on where you come from. (laughs) I hear that a lot when I'm on my walks. Tao, 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 Tao. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so they will come before the animal's fat had been burned on the altar he would demand raw meat before it had been boiled so that it could be used for roasting <laughs> so these pastor's sons were interested only in yamachoma Sunday, Nyamachoma. They won't go to the butchery. 
they will come to the church and pick the meat from the church. And the kind that they like. Yes. <laughs> Animal um, parts or meat parts are distinct. Yes. Um, I'm learning that depending on which part of the animal, it's expensive or not. I never knew that. You know, the thing is there. It's, this is the part. This is the part. It's all part of the same. No. Depending on which part is more expensive. Do you understand? Yes. So, these guys came for the more expensive part. <laughs> Mercy. So they could use it for roasting. 16. The man offering the sacrifice might reply, take as much as you want, but the fat must be burned first. The fat of the sacrifice is God's utmost delight. Do you get it? So, if I'm offering the sacrifice, I don't mind you taking the rest. But let God enjoy the fat of the sacrifice. Thereafter, Charlie, you can take what you want. (laughs) Do you understand? Yes. But look at them. Then the servant will demand, which in this case we know is Tano. No, give it to me now, or I'll take it by force. Then you open the jacket and you see the dagger or the gun. <laughs> now you go behave. You just behave. They understand because they can't. Scoundrels don't perpetuate force or exert force without weapons. Yes. Yeah, so you just say, "Oh, really? Excuse me." And they point to the peace. Uh, you now, you just back off. No, give it to me now or I'll take it by force. Verse 17. So, the sin of these young men was very serious in the Lord's sight. For they treated the Lord's offering with contempt. Like I was... Saying about some people who are appointed to oversee offerings. Yes. I think what normally happens is when they are to count offering, they start chatting and gossiping. And women, at a point when the gossip is sweet, they even forget they are cooking or they are washing or they are, the food can bend for all they care. They will just do this quaily. And then they will so, Somebody will just pick the envelope. So I finished with this one. But she didn't open the envelope. So imagine gossipers are in charge of the offering. And every Sunday, that's the, that time for counting offering is the time they tell the stories they have missed. Yes. So they were just throwing envelopes this way. Yes. And people were finding money in it. People, they were returning people's tight booklet with the tithe of the previous Sunday in it. And thank God for faithful church members who bring it back and so they gave me this is my tithe for last Sunday. 
That's the person who wants to be promoted. That's the person who wants to be put in a position. Do you understand? Yes. How about if because of you, somebody's finance has been messed up? Yes. They treated the Lord's offering with contempt. It's going to get worse. Verse 18. But Samuel, though he was only a boy, served the Lord. He wore a linen garment like that of a priest. You know? You just see a small boy in the church and he was a small priest, kind of. <laughs> Each year his mother made a small coat for him and brought to him. He only had one dress once a year. Yes. <laughs> when she came with her husband for the sacrifice... <laughs> Before they return home, Eli will bless Elkanah and his wife and say, may the Lord give you other children to take the place of this one she gave to the Lord. What a blessing. Yeah. And the Lord gave Hannah three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. Now Eli was very old. Remember what I told you yesterday? The pain hits home when you are much older. Yes. So when you're younger, you must do all it takes that your children will turn out correct. But he was aware of what his sons were doing to the people of Israel. He knew, for instance, that his sons were seducing the young women who assisted at the entrance of the tabernacle, the greeters. Now we understand why greeters are some way. <laughs> because they greet the worshippers, the worshippers or the sons, let's not go to the worshippers, we are on the sons of the pastors. Yes. Yes, the scoundrels, they look at the greeters. Yeah, Sunday morning, before a guy comes up, he has called a greeter, Jaber, a sweet old baby. So when the greeters are being seduced, yes, at least they fear the choir members because this one is standing there and doing holy, holy Lord God. Might and they look for the greeters. You got a point now. <laughs> they look for the greeters and seduce the young women who assisted at the entrance of the tabernacle. Eli said to them, I have been hearing reports from all the people about the wicked things you are doing. Why do you keep sinning? I'm hearing you and Stan know the things you are doing in the church. Why do you keep sinning? <laughs> I've been hearing. This is a pastor. Do you understand? And he's pastor till now. He's old. And then he's talking to his sons. I've been hearing. Today, you can't even talk to sons about what you are hearing. 
been hearing. Yeah. In fact, the greeters don't want even you to hear. They are happy. Yes. The difference between that happening and now is, um, yeah. Many people in this church will watch evil go on right under their nose. Yeah. They'll watch evil go on. Yeah. I won't say a thing. And then when you see and you address, ah, he's an enemy of the people. No. It's not like that. When I addressed an issue, there are people in the church who are offended. And sometimes as a leader, that's why sometimes we speak about issues years after. Yes, years after. Someday I'll, I'll say some things. Yes, someday I'll say something. Someday I'll, and for a while you're quiet. If you are in this church, the existence of this church should mean more to you than any friendship. Yes. Than any friendship. All of you, when you were leaving or you were being invited, they didn't say, I'm inviting you to come and meet Stano. They said, I'm inviting you to come to church. So when you came to church, even the first day, you didn't know Stano. You didn't know him. Yes. Much later. Much later is when now you saw there's somebody here. Oh, I think we can be friends. How can that friendship mean more to you than the purpose God brought you to his house? So you see people cover up for each other as evil is being perpetrated in the church. I learned of Lithuli Avenue way after the fact. Yes. What if one young man was clubbed to death at Lithuli? Those who your church members were having fun here. But if I knew, I would have called him and said, I don't like that you sit at night in town and, and doing what? I would have said it to the young man. Do you understand? Yes. I learned of the arrest of the young man at Lithuli area after the fact. And that was not the first day they went there. It's something they were doing. These days when you see the Lithuli victim, you see that, yeah. One of these days I'll show you all who the young man was. Yes. These days he's very zombified. And I, some people see the zombie they liked, and they are like, "Hey, hey. <laughs> hey you, eh? you don't take the teaching seriously." If I didn't shut down some things right now, you'll be the beloved. Of a zombie. <laughs> yes, now. <laughs> You'll be the beloved of a zombie. Yes. 
this heart, eh? When I tell you, you don't know your heart. When I tell you, you don't know your heart. Nobody, none of us knows our heart. Yes. You look back a few years and you say, ah, you mean my first love was this idiot. But at that time, eh, the heart was very wild. Yes. Some of you, when you look back at who you slept with, you are not proud of yourself. <laughs> you are not proud of yourself. <laughs> That's why when you are arguing today, eh, it, 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 it's funny that you can argue because you soon learn that, hey, I should have listened. Yes. What if the girl was going to the toilet? You were sitting here and the deputy assistant senior chief escorted the girl to the washroom. Along the way, two of them were kidnapped or raped. And you also won. You can't do much. And you are small too. <laughs> and you are small too. Do you understand? Then what would you say? The days we used to live in are not the days of today. Yes, when I was younger in Ghana, we literally walked in the night without fear. Yes, so I could walk. My, my brothers and I, we leave the house to go to the park from 9 p.m. As everybody is settling to sleep, we are now on our way walking to the park to go and do what? To go and pray. We pray on the park from 9 to 4.30. 4.30, we are on our way back. Then we'll stop in some places to do evangelism. That is preaching. Then walk through back home without any fear. Today, I cannot risk my son saying, no, I'm going to the park to pray at night. Okay, let me drive you. Let's go. The world we used to live in is no longer the world of today. So whether you are in love or not, use your head. I know you didn't, you pretend you didn't hear. I said whether you are in love or not, use your head. <laughs> Sometimes if you oversleep and then you say, eh, I wake up, it's 11 up. Ah. But I still must go to the park and pray. 11, you can be on your way to the park. Yes. And you're walking. Today, if God doesn't help you and you walk from here to here at a particular time, your own is finished. You know? It's finished. And I have, how, how safe is a park? Those days, it was safe. We, because you see other people praying. All through the night. All through the night. Me, I spent my youthful years between these places, either park or forest, or going to the mountain. Yes. If we are not on the mountain, then at least four to five times in a week, every night, praying at the park. That's, that's, that's how I... You know, you are the one who is combining relationship with ministry. Yes, at the wrong time. No, we didn't have that bedding. I didn't have the bedding of a beloved. Do you understand? So I devoted myself completely every night going to the park, doing Kesha, coming back. Uh, the two days or so, my, there, because there was a time my church had no place. 
So we had church on the park. So there are nights where the service was in a park, on a park. Yes, and then sometimes after that service you stay. If you are too tired, you go home. But at that day, spending the night praying on the park. Yeah. Today I may likely not go to the park to do the same unless I have one or two boys with me. Yeah, at least I know when something happens, we can handle it together. <laughs> but not Stano. Stano looks like a coward. <laughs> I don't think Stano can take a wood and hit somebody. He'll say, Apostle, should I hit him? No, don't hit him. <laughs> you mean I should hit him? No, don't hit him. Let him rather hit you. <laughs> Mercy. Yeah, so you see that things go on in the church and you don't even know. And things have been done by the sons of the pastors. But you see, somehow God knew. Do you get it? Yeah. And so Eli is now asking the sons and he's interrogating them. Verse 24. You must stop, my sons. The reports I hear among the Lord's people are not good. If someone sins against another person, God can mediate for the guilty party. So if I have a problem with you, Odor can come in and mediate between you and I. Do you understand? Good. But if someone sins against the Lord, who can intercede? But Eli's sons wouldn't listen to their father. For the Lord was already planning to put them to death. So sometimes a father's warning is deliverance from an oncoming death. Stop doing this. It is to deliver you from something ahead. Young ladies, stop doing this. It's to deliver you from something ahead. They won't listen. Something was brought to my notice last year at a particular time. And this member of the church was doing something outside the church very bad so a good church member as it should be because soon the name of the church was going to be broiled in this particular issue so it was brought to my notice so i called the pastors i said this is the information i've received in fact i think um, the information was to pastor edwin brought to my notice immediately and I think either I called the person and or we I got the full details and I called the pastors for a meeting. I said, This is what is happening. And this is what this member is doing. So I called somebody who was close to this person. I said, When were you planning to tell us as your pastors that this is what this person is doing in and around your center? So I was planning to tell you today. Today. And today when I called you. Okay, no wahala. 
So we sent, I sent a message to the person. I said, no, we don't want this around the church. You know. So we foresaw that problem was coming. Yes. So we had a lawyer. So you know how far we went. We had a lawyer. Draft. They call it a disease and disease and diseased and disease or whatever. <laughs> diseased. <laughs> okay. I didn't go to school far. I finished class three. <laughs> so we had a lawyer draft a fool whatever. Do you understand? And demanded that this person sign it. And I told the person, don't even come to church. Because one day I'll be here. One member was just, I don't know if it was around the church or movie. And the group of people came. She, this woman had pointed to them that, oh, this is the... the in fact, in, in what the person was doing, where the, the people were being told that church receives donation from abroad. <laughs> I received the share. We are giving it to people. Uh, may I receive donation? I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So, the person he want to sign said, you, you have to sign. Yeah. So, it was signed and all. And then I said, don't come to church, please. Yes. You see, we should know those who really are looking for salvation and those who are not. That's the truth. So after a long while or a little while, I think the person said, okay, um, I'm, I'm really sorry and I've repented and da, 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 da. And I mean, we're all human beings. So it's okay, you can come. Today, if I tell you where the person is, you won't believe it. Yes. When the law comes for you, it comes for you. Yeah. When I was warning, no listen. You don't know what was being planned for you. You are being warned. Someone is being correcting you. Now, you need my money to bring you out of a problem I tried to bring you out of. Ah, I won't do now. I won't do. Ah, please, so. If you like, call me wicked. In fact, from today, when you mention my name, say Apostle Raymond Tamaklo W. Just put W dot. It's, it means wicked. It's fine. <laughs> just put W. When you mention my name, just add W somewhere. W dot. Yeah, anybody who's in this church will know it means he's wicked. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. I've decided to become wicked. It's fine. Just add W. When you write my name, add W. Yes. Me and you, God will, will judge us if I'm wicked or not. Or rather, you are stubborn. Yes. There are people we have tried to deliver them from certain things. Do you understand? Yeah. Why are you even in church if you can't be molded? 
if you can be shaped. Some of you have been here for God knows five years, six years. We can't shape you into anything. As we are shaping, you are getting out. It's like a woman that has bought dress and has put on weight now. You understand? Yes. I have jeans I can wear. Elvina wears jeans. Do you get it? I have jeans I can wear. But right now, if I wear those jeans without losing weight, Charlie, I'll look like something. So I've advised myself they should be there. Yes. I've bought, I have expensive jeans. Sometimes I feel like giving them all away. You know? Yeah. But I can't wear them because I feel I will look some way. Yeah. I'm the kind also who I, I look at how I look at least. This is, the thing is not going well. I shouldn't wear it. Hmm? I'll be walking here and be doing that. You know? So now you need my money to deliver. I said, no, no, I will not be a partaker of this work. <laughs> I won't be a partaker of this one. You know? Yeah. If, if I didn't warn you or try to warn you before, that's a different matter. Yeah? Even if I don't have, I'll look for someone who has and I'll collect from them. Do you get it? Yes. So now the person is chilling and cooling somewhere. Yes. Huh? You see, I'll teach and I'll tell you, you don't want to preach, eh? When you go to committee, when you are there, you will preach. <laughs> you will do a center. Oh, you have one of the fastest growing centers. Yes. And some people are just obstinate. Yeah, obstinate. Nothing you do. Yeah, they don't even try to see, oh, what is the man of God trying to do with me? Oh, he wants me to be a spiritual Christian. Oh, he wants me to be prayerful. Oh, he wants me to be this. Oh, he wants me to become a pastor. They'll tell you, oh, no. Um, the cows in my village says I should come back to the village and take care of the cows. You see, every road, the road I took some years ago, is what has brought me here. Your road you're taking will also take you somewhere. But, but what I want you to be happy with is your destination. <laughs> so these pastor's sons, they didn't know that there are levels where now you have to deal with God himself and not the mediator in the likeness of a man. Or that there's nobody to mediate between you and, and God. Yeah. Meanwhile, the boy somewhere grew taller. It's good to grow taller. Those of you are not growing taller. <laughs> it's good to grow taller. <laughs> and grew in favor. Pastor Edwin's son has a problem with his height. Jeremy. Yes, he's always in a competition and he's always measuring who he's taller than 
or who is taller than who, you know. When his nephew, his, that should be his cousin then, came, the only thing he could tell me is, he's slightly taller than Nathaniel. <laughs> he's slightly taller than Nathaniel. Mercy. It's good to grow taller. Yes. People who are closer to the ground are very troublesome. Take it from me. Yes. Short people have short fuse. Yes. I said short people have short fuse. If you like, get angry. You see, that's also a proof that I'm right. (laughs) I think it's because their heart is closer to the ground. I'm not too tall myself, so I'm also there. I'm not too tall. But there are some people I can see the top of their forehead, and it comforts me. (laughs) It comforts me enough. Mercy. Yeah. And it grew in favor with the Lord and with the people. Verse 27. One day a man of God came to Eli. And gave him this message from the Lord. Hey, you are a pastor. And God sends another pastor to give you a prophecy. I reveal myself to your ancestors. When the people of Israel were slaves in Egypt. I chose your ancestor Aaron from among all the tribes of Israel to be my priest. To offer sacrifices on my altar. To burn incense and to wear the priestly vest. As he served me and assigned the sacrifice, the sacrificial offerings to you priests. So why do you scorn my sacrifices and offerings? Why do you give your sons more honor than you give for me, for you? Why do you give your sons more honor than you give me for you and they? They've added a pastor now. For you and they have become fat from the best offerings of my people Israel. (laughs) Hey, they've added a pastor now. (laughs) The pastor and his sons are now fat in the church. Mercy. May we not be fat as pastors, oh Lord. Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel says, I promised that your, your branch of the tribe of Levi would always be my priests. But I will honor those who honor me and I will despise those who think lightly of me. Wow. God, eh, he relates with you based on how you relate with him. The time is coming when I will put an end to your family. And I can tell you, God did it. Yes. So it will no longer serve as my priest. Chineke. All the members of your family will die before their time. None will reach old age. 
You will watch with envy as I pour out prosperity on the people of Israel. But no members of your family will ever live out their days. Okay, it's becoming problematic now. Hey. You see premature death in a family. This a young man died, dead, dead. He says none of them will grow to be old. Those who survive will live in sadness and grief. And their children will die a violent death. And to prove that what I have said will come true, I will cause your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, to die on the same day. Okay, now it's dangerous. They will die on the same day. You see, when you see people misbehaving, eh, you don't know what has been planned and what is about to happen. So you be careful. Are you listening to me? Yes. Then I'll raise up a faithful priest who will serve me and do what I desire. I will establish his family and they will be priests to my anointed kings forever. Then all of your surviving family will bow before him, begging for money and food. Please, they will say, give us jobs among the priests so we will have enough to eat. (laughs) Amen. Then Samuel replaced Eli. What the Lord said came to pass. And I don't know if tonight we are praying about children because you look tired about that topic. But if we are, I'll show you that surprisingly, surprisingly, and sadly, Samuel's own sons were no different from Hophni and Phinehas. Sadly. So if I show you Eli, and I'm telling you Samuel's sons also were similar to Eli's sons, you won't pray. Wait, are you anointed than Samuel was? You didn't grow up in the presence of the Lord. Samuel did. Do you understand? Yes. So, as I stand here, listen, me, I pray. My, I, sometimes I try to is it bribe God or blackmail God. I try. I say, God, you can't look at all these things I do. And you let one of my children turn out some way. I try. I try. Anything to get God's attention. And Lord, let it go right. Do you understand? One day my son will come to the house and then he's doing this. (laughs) What will I do? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you know? I, I don't think you see the gravity of a child turning out some way. They have this one who died the other day. People were standing there saying, oh, how he was a good thing. You see, human beings eh, at your funeral, they will lie. When the boy was alive, they were disparaging the parents. Look, we were mama, mama ya sugar. Huh? Huh? Mama wa sugar, mama, mama something. Do you understand? They were this, they were read, but at his death, oh, he was a good young man, he was this, he was that. Deep down in the heart, 
He was a pastor. He was this. He used to preach to this. They knew what they, they listen, at your funeral, people will lie, apart from me. <laughs> yes, apart from me. At, but at your people will lie. Do you understand? They had things to say about that young man and the family. Do you get it? Yes. That, you see, that pain that I am the mother of this boy, I am the father of this boy, is what calls for prayer. Either now, or either you pray now or you pray later. Yes. When the situation is on, you see that you are driven. Oh Lord, save my son from this. So me, I believe, I talk to God often concerning my children. And I think it's something you should do, whether you have them or not. Amen? Yeah. Imagine Hitler's mother was alive. To see the monster of a son she gave birth to. I watched a documentary of uh, Stalin's sister. You know? Even that you are just the sister of Stalin. Someone as monstrous as Stalin. People want to know, how was he like with the person? It's not that. Now to talk of, you are the mother, you're, you're the father. A few years ago, they caught, they caught um, a kissy vampire. <laughs> yes, they caught... Now imagine that you, you're just watching TV and you see, ah, my son, many of such people, they say, no, 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 that shock, that shock. So I think we're going to pray. Yeah. Even if you're going to adopt children, I don't know if you know, you see, the process of adoption makes a child as good as one that came from your own loins. Yes. So maybe if you're going to adopt, you pray that you don't adopt a devil. Amen? Amen. Be on your feet. Hey, uh... <laughs> Amen. Stano, I like your consistency. I don't know if you are in any form of trouble in your life. <laughs> I don't know if this consistency is because of any trouble in your life. But I like that you're growing and you're consistent. Yes. One of the signs of growth is consistency. Yes. I saw it in the last fast and I'm seeing it in this fast also. Yes, even though I have a picture of you. <laughs> but I, it's good to see that you're consistent. Yes, you're never this consistent, but now you are. Yes, and my next fast too, please come around. People like you help us feel like we are doing something. Yes. As for the rest, I don't know what to say to them. <laughs> Hey, 
Alright, lift up your two hands and begin to worship the Lord this morning. We have a few minutes to speak to the Lord. Yes, 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 Lord. Raza kapara bara 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 baya baya ba. Raza kazumbara bara 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 bara. Elle showed you that children are arrows. But let me explain to you what a misdirected arrow can become or what it is. An arrow is um, a weapon, right? An arrow is a weapon. Now, if you have a son who is a lawyer, Right there you have a weapon. If you have a son that is a doctor, right there you have a weapon. If you have a son that is 
a pilot. Right there you have a weapon. I listen to me. If you have a daughter who is um, a managing director, you have a weapon. If you have a daughter who is a successful businesswoman, you have a weapon. I listen to me. Now, instead, I want to show you the misdirection. Instead of your daughter becoming a successful businesswoman, she is a languishing baby mama in Dandora with three children. She cannot take care of. Can you see the misdirected arrow? You, every, every parent here, those of you are parents, you have dreams for your children. Yeah? I want my son to become this. I want my daughter to become this. I want this um, girl to become that. I often ask my children, what do you want to be? Yeah? What do you want to be? And then there are some of the children, you also know the prophecy on their lives. So you know that it has been said that this one will become, but the enemy has a way he will turn an arrow and misdirect the arrow. So this young man who was doing so well when he was in senior high, everybody knew, of course, he's going to be a doctor, is now addicted to one drug and he's living in a dungeon. You see, the arrow has been misdirected. The arrow has been misdirected. And it's clear that he's never going to be the doctor he wanted to be or you wanted him to be. Do you get it? Yeah. So we want to pray. Now with this understanding, I want you to pray for your children. And possibly, if they already exist, mention their names and, t- and, and prophesy. You will become great. You will become mighty. If you are, already, you are not married, and don't let this push you to go and find a beloved. You, or you already have a name for your children. You understand? Call them. Yes, call them and tell them you will become this. You will amount to this. Are you listening to me? Yes. Otherwise, children become misdirected arrows. I'm going to say it again. Children become misdirected arrows. When you are in your house, your daughter is in a room with a Maasai man. You see that the arrow has been misdirected. You see that the director of the arrow is now the Mr. Masai. <clears throat> yeah. One young lady could have easily become a drug addict. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, if a girl has smoked before, it's likely another girl or a boy she loves. And a boy so Charlie, try one stick. Do you get it? Yes. <laughs> Try this stick. Or oh, he insists, I want you to smoke. I, I love it when you're smoking. You look like a goddess. Oh, really? I look like a goddess. Yes. 
You see, your daughter is now smoking cigarette. Yeah. Nothing is a put off like a woman who smokes. They are going to carry babies in a womb with nicotine. When your son comes, you know, <laughs> nicotine has spoiled the DNA. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> if you don't believe me, go way back eh, and then look at at research and documentaries many years ago on the harmful effect of nicotine. Zimbabwe used to be one of the, I think still may be, the, one of the biggest producers of tobacco. Do you understand? Yes. <laughs> or now cancer has entered your, your genes. Yeah. It's not just deformations, but also now cancers. You see? So you see that, Charlie, the thing has been misdirected. May no child of yours that is on her way or his way to greatness be misdirected by the devil. Some of your amen is so fake. Say a proper amen. If you're a mother and you now see your child, you know, something hits your heart. Oh, yes. But I pray that that story will change. Yes. This is the reason children are not permitted to have their own way. Yeah. If, you've, if you allow them to have their own way, then also be ready when they arrive at the misdirected destination. God forbid. Say this after me. Say, Father, my children will not become misdirected arrows in the mighty name of Jesus. Lift your voice and pray. Pray for your children. Pray for the children of this city, the children of this nation. Pray for them. My God, my God. I pray for my son, Tadios. I pray for my daughter, Tadios. Lord, may they never become misdirected arrows. Ikra dua paraya tarabe, erasa kara baraya, 
Alatu kaya kaya rapogras rapogras zumbrazum rezede izegezeberezegazagazubaya arazakapoya bara 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 Amen. I want us to pray that all evil influences of our children, courtesy demonic friends, all right, either now or in the future, will clear away. Praise the Lord. Do you remember the first bad thing you did? Who caused you to do it? Friends. <laughs> yes, friends. Yeah. Oh, they'll tell you there's nothing wrong with it. It's normal. Every girl is breaking their virginity. It's normal. Yeah. And then they brought you even the boy. They had a, a ready tool you could use. You see, it was a demonic influence. Do you understand? Yes. Your child will not suddenly just become a weirdo. Somebody will influence, direct him, influence him. Oh, no, you know, take this. When you take this, you will now be very intelligent. <laughs> influence. Let's not understate that power of influence. Yeah. Pray that your child, the path of your child never crosses a devil who is a friend. There are some friends who become someone that your children listen to more than they, they will listen to you. Oh, yeah. Now, when daddy speaks, they will measure daddy's words by the words of their friend. But my friend told me, and I believe my friend. I don't believe this one. Careful. So, I want us to pray. And you see, prayer, is, prayer doesn't expire. Yeah, so, if you pray now, Perhaps by it, God may navigate the path of your child to come and steer them away from demonic friends. And let me be honest with you, some children from certain homes are demons. One young boy, he guarded, he was 12 years, I think, he guarded other estate boys. And you know what he was teaching them? He was teaching them how to sleep. Nine-year-olds, he was teaching them how to sleep with other boys. <laughs> yes. Which means the captain of the, this new band he was forming, he started Kitambo. And then if you're not careful, somebody did it to him. Yes. It's one of the things I fear about school. <laughs> That's the market for demonic friends. Yeah. 
ever since my children were this, whether I'm home or not, they will never start a school until I've prayed for them. Every time before they go to school, I'm praying over them. Yeah. Physically, I'm there. I will do it. I'm not there. Over the phone, they are starting a term. I will commit them into the hand of God. Yes. I've not struggled with my children's um, education in terms of their focus. Do you understand? Yeah. So I want us to pray against such um, evil influences. Lift up your right hand and say this with all vigor and uh, power. Say, Father, let all evil influences now or in the future by demonic friends on my children clear away in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray for your children. Yazuba reza kare zubara bora bara tereba zebra reza kara zambara bara dariaba izaka perebera tereba iziaka zuza kara tereba limbroka peya paya pa irpa reza kazu para da 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 ba irabe kalila bala lalela kalila bala lalela kare da bala. Azaka zubaza bere bere bere, all demonic influence on my children by demonic friends. I command the broken. I command the broken. Lezaka zubara bazakaria, rabere bere kapeaba. Jesus Yes, Lord. I, 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 Lord, by your mighty hand, stand away, my children, from evil friends and demonic influences in the mighty name of Jesus. Adebelekebea, 
One day there was a group of soldiers who were um, ambushed. And if you see how they used to fight was those days, they used to dig trenches and maybe they are in the trenches and fighting. So this young soldier, they had one of their compatriots shot. So they were in the trench here. So their friend was somewhere there and their enemy. So the wounded friend was between the enemy and where they were. And their friend was not dead. So somebody had to go and pick this wounded young man back to his side. So this young soldier kept looking at his watch. Every second, he'll keep looking at his watch. And then he looked at his watch. Then he saw a time. And then he got up and started running. He went and picked his wounded colleague, put him on the back, and ran all the way back to where the rest were. And then when he got back, and these are missed soldiers shooting to kill. When he got back, his friends asked him, why did you do that? He said, I waited for the right time. They said, what is the right time? He said, at nine o'clock, my mother enters prayer. So, when he checked the time, and it was nine, he knew that if my mother is in prayer, that's it. I pray that your children will have confidence that my mother is prayerful, my father is prayerful, and that they can accomplish anything. Yes, He said, at that time, my mother was in prayer. So that's why I could now go. That is to show you how much faith he had in a praying mother. Today, children look down on a praying mother. They have no idea what it does for them. Or a praying father. Do you understand? Yes. So, I want us to pray and prophesy. Mention your child's name. Gideon. You will be a mighty man. Gideon. You shall be a pilot. Gideon. You shall be a this. Do you understand? Uh, don't be reminded of your boyfriend. I'm mentioning a child's name. Gideon. <laughs> or the Messiah was called Gideon. Hey. Gideon. Ole. 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 Pitis. <laughs> Ole Tipis. Ole Tipis. Gideon. Ole Tipis. <laughs> Mercy. Do you understand? I want us to prophesy into our children's life. Yeah. Right now, your children are in your loins. Yeah, prophesy to them. Prophesy to them. Call them by name. Prophesy to them. Mercy. Lift up your right hand. Say this after me. Say, Father, as I lift up my voice, as I begin to pray, I prophesy over my children. Greatness, increase, positions in this life. Say, joy, 
Say favor. I prophesy all over my children in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and begin to pray right now. Prophesy over your children. Every good thing. Every good thing that can be prophesied, prophesy it. Amatola Bazabaraza Berekaria Zumba Rezata Zumba Rabare Amreka Berebezimbakaya Ere Tarabazata Zumba Rabaraba Ela Pregatia Kaduba Eraza Kasaparabarabaya Atemba Kapea Atemba Kapea I prophesy over Tadius You will be a mighty and a great man I prophesy over Tatian You will be a mighty and a great woman Rezuza za kaza bore berebe Berebe kapa Iyabe akaya Professor, 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 Professor. Around to greatness, receive joy, receive increase, receive favor all the days of your lives. In Padusa Palakaya, you will be called among the great, you will be called among the mighty, you will be called among the favored. Lisu para 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 zumba libre kare desada zua erempereza para 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 ratoka paya para 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 my God, my God, in the para I prophesy uplifting in your lives. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. 
that beyond us, even your mighty hand is touching our children and touching our generations. It is wonderful to behold that your hand, which is stretched from everlasting, is even touching the future, known and unknown to us. You are glorious God. And to you we worship and we give praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 The Lord bless you. Amen.